Crime is rampant. The streets are chaos. The thieves of the kings of the street and bodies are scattered on the ground. The only hope we have left to restore order is in the hands of the law. But what happens when the bodies begin to rise again? This time, the bullets don't work. The dead now walk amongst the living, and they are robbing us blind. The only way to get to the bottom of this hell and rise back to normalcy is by fighting fire with fire, the undead versus the undead. Because we all know you can't keep a dead cop down. This is It Records. Hi everybody, I'm Matt Johnson, um, one of your co-hosts as always, and I'm joined by my other two co-hosts. You know them already. Peter and we got Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> this name, nameless drones, that's all we are too. No. Yeah, you know, no. whatever. I was just I was trying to leave some air for you to introduce yourselves, but I, I jumped the gun. And I oh. introduced Well you always give us grand introductions yeah. and just uh, become so accustomed to I think to you're it. a little unexpected. Well, you know what, Pete? I did it week after week and you just shoot me down. You tell me not to do it. You belitt you belittle yeah. me and you know what it hurt. It, it took its toll on me. And so it, well, that's that's what that's what you do. You uh, you bully someone until they become a yeah. I'm person. submissive to you now. I get it. <laughs> yeah, you broke me. Oh well. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Sorry. On that note, uh, yeah, we did a we did another movie this week, everybody, and we did a, a cult classic, 1988 cult classic, Dead Heat, directed by Mark Goldblatt. Definitely something very weird going on here. Detective Roger Mortis has a problem. He's dead. But Detective Bigelow is bringing him back alive. We have something on the monitor, Captain. That's okay. Don't get up. Hold you not to get up. Now, he's got 12 hours to solve the toughest murder case of his career. His own. What is this thing? Very ugly. Get down! Remember the good old days when guns killed people? That's it. From now on, I'm a vegetarian. How do you fight this thing? Maybe we could drown it in A1 sauce. Treat Williams. Sit down. And Joe Piscopo are dead heat. You shoot them, they don't die. You can't keep a good cop dead. sure all of you are uh aware of dead heat big big fans out there i'm sure this one was chosen by peter call me out no <laughs> i'm de there's definitely an audience for this movie i'll say that mm -hmm. yeah how did you i mean i had never heard of it but you were aware that it was a cult classic how did you come across it well i never actually heard of it until i did like a free trial for uh shutter do you remember that mm -hmm like streaming service that does like scary movies only really and i just saw it on there and it's just like treat williams and joe Pisco 
Popo, however you say his name. Hi, Joe Piscopo. Joe, Joe Piscopo, yeah. okay. Little, One less Poe. Too, too many P.O.s. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it just looked ridiculous, and I was like, I gotta watch that someday. <laughs> and then the someday Here came. <laughs> Not to be confused sure. with the 2002 uh, Kiefer Sutherland movie of the same name. Yeah, d- definitely different yeah. movie that I've also have never seen. Yeah, never seen before. it. <laughs> yeah, that I actually was almost set to watch that movie before I did a little research. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't seem like it'd be right for our podcast. Maybe, maybe. I mean, yeah. we don't know. We haven't watched it, any of us, but you know. That's true. I stand corrected. That's on me. <laughs> Keeper Southern could have like a really scary hairline in that movie. Or something. He could. <laughs> But our 1988 movie, it follows two policemen, Joe Piscopo, Poe, as, as Pete told us, and uh, Treat Williams. <laughs> um, these two policemen are brought back to life, essentially, to chase down some supernatural criminals. Or, as when I was watching it, I thought it was like a Beverly Hills Cops meets zombies. Is, is oh, yeah, that's, that's exactly a good comparison. Yeah. Because, like, body cop movies are all the rage. Yeah. In the 80s. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, let's put on some fucking zombies. Yeah, how can we change up this this genre just a little bit? The zombies. Oh. And give and give J- Joe Piscopo a lot of one-liners that yeah. he nailed every time. <laughs> yeah, he yeah he did. I'll give it to him. He had me laughing. What one thing? One thing I will say about him is that it's weird that he's buff. He's like really buff in that movie, and I find it weird that comedians could be buff yeah. to me, because I feel if you're a comedian, you either have to be like overweight or really skinny. Yeah, but he's a double threat. Like look nerdy, but he was just like mullet and buff, yeah. and I was like, you you don't look like a comedian because objectively you're a better looking man in the '80s because you have a mullet and you have big arms. Mm-hmm. So how have you suffered it anyway <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to become a comedian? And Joe Piscopo can sing. I don't know if you guys knew that. He's just, I, think, I believe he has some al- <laughs> did not. I believe he has some albums. Did not know yeah. that. It's just too far. Did he do? Did he do a double rap album with Joe Pesci? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Because <laughs> you know Joe Pesci has a rap. album. Oh, I'm aware. When he, right? he was younger, right? It came out. It came out right after Goodfellas. Oh, what? So it. You are rocking having... my world right now. Oh jeez. He one of the lines is like, "I don't give a fuck. I'll hit you with my truck." Uh, <laughs> that's that's one of the lines. That's funky fresh in the song. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Damn, Joe Pesci, you fucking love it." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> that is. <clears throat> <laughs> That's too Just good. Download it. Yeah. Buy it on iTunes. I mean, really, it's it's fucking worth right. it. <laughs> if it's even on there, I don't even I know. I bet it, it's gotta be. Buy it. Buy it at fucking Best Buy. I don't know. Where do you buy CDs? I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real question. <laughs> My mom asked me that recently, and I was like, I don't know. I haven't bought a CD in like six years. <laughs> yeah. I either go mp3 i download 
or I skip the CD. CD. Which is dead. Yeah. <laughs> and go to vinyl. MP3 is officially I was dead. Say. They're about one of the same. It's all about MP4. I don't know. That's video. I don't know what it is now. AVA. I don't know. Yeah. Be- beats me. Pal 40. No, that's that's Europe. I'm all about that vinyl. <laughs> yeah. Now you're talking. With the digital, the digital download, you gotta get the digital download with your vinyl purchase. Most of them do, like newer, like if you get a, yeah. like a new release of an artist. Uh, that's what I like. It's like, let me get a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. So you know, you can't bring your vinyl on the run. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> how how would you go about I got that? My, my 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 <laughs> my turntable under my arm. <laughs> at full sprint. With a generator, I, that can't fanny be good pack for the around. Needle. <laughs> <laughs> the needle's gonna get real dull after that. No, no, I got it rigged in place. It's bolted down. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and I keep a level, a level run. I mean, are you like that guy from the Spike Lee movie where he's got love, hate, with his fucking big boo box? What is I it? guess. Do the right thing. Yeah, do the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you can compare me to that. Yeah, that is some next level <laughs> stuff right there. Don't have to. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going a little too crazy with movie references. I need to mm-hmm. haul it back for a second. Yeah. Haul it back for a second. Mm-hmm. And then reel it all the way back to Dead Heat, <laughs> which is <laughs> the focus of this Full. podcast. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> so. Dead Heat, it, it's a pretty quick 83 minutes, I'd say. I didn't feel like it's under an hour and a half. And yeah. I, I remember looking at the time, and I was like, how much longer do I have? It's like 20 minutes. It's, the movie, I feel like, flies really quick. It does have a fast pace, which I think okay. um, is appropriate for I the... would say uh, the opposite. Because I paused it halfway through the movie, because I think I watched half the movie one day and the other half another mm-hmm. day. So it felt real long. Yeah. But that that doesn't mean I didn't laugh when I watched it. It just means I was like, damn, I watched 40 minutes the first day and 40 minutes the second day. That felt like three hours. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Interesting. Now, this is horror. I mean, because it's, it's on our podcast. But it's got the zombie references. Um, the, um, there's some blood and guts, of course. But it's also got that comedy element. You bring in Joe Piscopo, people are laughing. So it's like that slapstick comedy horror that we do with the Burbs. But Pete, it reminded me a lot of The Reanimator. I mean, not 100%, but I got that same vibe, which you have said on this podcast, on the record, not a fan. I have said that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I stand by that. I'm, Damn it. <laughs> I mean, how many, how many times have I watched that? I don't even know. Maybe like twice. I own the second one for some reason. Because it's a good movie. Bride of Reanimator? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember like I don't remember too much about it to be honest. Yeah. But would you say I mean you get that same sort of vibe as the slapstick horror of that movie? I, I wouldn't even say that like Reanimator is slapstick horror to me. It feels more dark comedy. Uh-huh. It's more like well, what would, okay, yeah, well, how would you distinguish between the two? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's different with Dead Heat because you actually 
have a comedian that could like deliver like yeah the lines in a comedic way mm-hmm. where the guy in reanimator is very dry and like very serious and i almost feel like everyone else around him is making the jokes and he and sometimes he would have like a very like deadpan i guess response that could be seen as funny okay so it's like to me a different type of comedy yeah okay but saying that I think the reason why I probably like them the same if we're comparing the movies but I think there was just more hype around Reanimator for me because like that's like if you're talking about cult classics Reanimator's gonna come up more often than Dead Heat sure yeah because it's more widely known in my opinion mm-hmm. and so we're like I, I literally didn't know Dead Heat existed until my free month of Shudder yeah. you know I was like oh I got a couple days left I better watch a movie yeah. <laughs> you know I, I, I'm also surprised I hadn't even heard of it seeing that Treat Williams and Joe Piscopo are in it. and Vincent Price haven't mentioned yeah. Vincent Price Can't plays a small role Vincent in this Price. movie yeah well, which is icon. I was shocked <laughs> yeah, I saw him in the credits, and I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I just because he's also in Edward Scissorhands, which I feel like is a better movie critically they say than this. But I feel like this movie's more up his alley. Oh, yeah. of like a horror type movie. Like this is what he would have done back in the day. This the plot line anyway, not completely the same plot line, not the comedy, but the reanimated. Yeah, it's definitely more sillier. It's more sillier than what he is normally known for Mm -hmm. even though i feel like there's some of his movies that are like comedic in a very weird way yeah i don't even know how to explain it yeah because like house of wax i feel like could had like not like funny moments but it's just like maybe because it aged weird but that movie's pretty cool in a 50s way (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's in 3d Originally, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, what do you got? What do you got to say about this movie, Matt? What I got to say about it? Yeah, give me, give me the details. Yeah, well, I was, I took down some notes. I mean, the biggest thing that popped out on me was the one-liners that always kept me going throughout the entire movie. But it does start off with a bang I mean we were basically <laughs> no pun intended it's a shootout with some robbers but um, we're introduced to the zombies right away and I think the movie it's a cult classic and it's 11% on Rotten Tomatoes does have a good pace to it I feel like a lot of points weren't dragging even though it might it might be kind of crazy at some points um, it was a quick paced movie that I, I thoroughly watched the entire way through <laughs> <laughs> What would you say about the beginning, Lindsay? Oh. <clears throat> it was it was really intense, you know. You're kind of just like, <laughs> you know, that the you, I think the first thing you kind of notice when you know these two guys are riding in this car together, you know, they're so different. And you know, we've got uh, Roger Mortis, you know, you kind of take him a little bit more seriously, and then you got uh, I'm just gonna call him Doug because I don't know how to say uh, Joe. Uh, Joe's last name. Doug, yeah, that one. 
Um, and, you know, like, they're just dressed completely differently. Um, and, like, I think, like, he's eating a sandwich or something. Like, just totally different. But yet, they're best friends. You know, they work together. They work together well. And then, you know, um, they happen upon... He's driving Danny Tanner's car. He's the same car as Danny Is that Tanner right? House. What a... <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It looks exactly like I the same knew car. that's why I he looked like a that... badass. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like the same car, and I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know anything about cars, so don't quote me on it. Yeah, you know, I felt like that was a good way to start off this movie. You know, I feel like it is really fast-paced, and there is a lot of, you know, there's equal parts action, horror, comedy, and um, I think it was a good way to start out, and, you know. And, uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of gore, um, obviously. You know, you got zombies, you got your gore. Um, I actually, like, read that this movie was submitted eight times to the NPAA, uh, to get it down from an X rating, uh, Wait, really? so that they would rate it R, yeah. So, yeah. they kind of just, uh, what we're left with, you know, that's, uh, final cut, I guess. That's a yeah. lot. That's a lot of times. I want to see that's that That's a cut. lot of times. I want to see I those other seven cuts that were I know. too graphic for us. It probably doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Mm-hmm. I don't think too many people are, are screaming for a director's cut of this Not movie. after 28 yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like a, a handful of like 40-year-old collectors. Yeah. That's about Some it. Some diehard Piscopo <laughs> fans. <laughs> yeah. They're out there. Um, um, but I agree with Lindsay on how the beginning was set up and it kind of showed them being like the opposite, the classic buddy cop movie. Of one's kind of the goof off, yeah. like Eddie Murphy's character in Beverly Hills to Judd Nelson. No, Judd Reinhold's his name, right? Yeah, in Beverly Hills Cop. But as I mentioned, one liners is a great one to start out the movie that foreshadows the events is when they're going to the bank robbery to stop the crime. Piscopo says, You better slow down. You can't get there if you're a dead man. Ooh, mm. some <laughs> foreshadowing. Foreshadowing for treat, who becomes a zombie. Gotta love, gotta love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the first of them. Yeah. Doesn't he throw his sandwich out the window too? Probably. Like when he like they do like a dramatic turn. He's just like, <laughs> bam, goes my meatball sandwich. <laughs> there was something about that I don't quite remember, but food did fly. I remember that. <laughs> I like to think it hit like someone in the face and then it like cut away. <laughs> I don't know if it exists, but I just feel like I it feel happened. Like it should have if it didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. I like I feel like I don't know how to talk about this movie plot wise because it's just like all over the place Oh, it's crazy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's just like spoiler alert Treat Williams dies from a zombie I guess from a suffocation room that's supposed to be put down dogs yeah could I, I can I talk about that for a second you fucking <laughs> You fucking take that all you take want, because okay. I don't know what's going on. Basically, th- it starts off with the robbery that they are called to stop, and these these <clears throat> robbers aren't dying. They keep shooting them and forever, and they figure out that they think that, oh, they were already dead, is what they find out in the morgue. So they think that they're the undead, and they can trace it to this chemical, that they go to this chemical plant, business office, whatever it was, business slash office chemical plant, and in that plant, there's... Asphyxiation, asphyxiation room to put down dogs at a chemical plant. 
I don't know why that would exist at a chemical plant. That was that what threw me in the first place. I I only can think of is that they would test it on the dogs, and if the dogs got too sick, they would put them down humanely in this chamber. Oh, okay. Oh. I mean, that makes sense if you're testing on the animals. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No. And it probably that wasn't it. They're just like. Let's just put a fucking room in there that sucks the air out. Yeah, because we need to kill him somehow. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> just a plot device. Yeah, really. Because that's like where they, they, she first shows him that room when they're walking down on the tour. And then, yeah. oh, that's the hazardous waste room. Don't worry about that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's where the zombies are made. We learn. <laughs> Employees only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you like how Joe Piscopo opened up like the little security door? What? He, like, yeah, how do you do it? It's like a credit card or something, right? Yeah, and it like electrocuted somehow. I like, I don't yeah. know, it did a lot of weird, crazy stuff. Yeah, he short circuited the, the mainframe yeah. with the credit card. <laughs> and I feel like I could not follow this movie <laughs> to save my life. Because uh-huh. there was like so many different like locations, and then like the girl who's like in charge of the chemical plant became like. I guess the love interest, mm-hmm. whose dad is dead, but the bad guy is yeah, Vincent Price. Yeah. Somehow, yeah, it's Vincent Price, and then there's like everyone that's against them is like at some point worked at the plant, but are dead, so they're zombies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Treat Williams becomes a zombie, and it's funny because I feel like he's like the attractive heartthrob male of the movie and he's like losing his hair and I feel like that's like really important to treat Williams because like wasn't he known for his good hair I believe so because like he has a good he has a good head of hair and he's in a movie called hair yeah so Mm -hmm. I figured that was kind of funny and then it just like made him like ugly yeah he slowly deteriorates (laughs) he had 12 hours once they brought him back to life 12 hours to finish his unfinished business before he, she, I believe she said he melted away ten to twelve hours until she, he melted away into some soup, Ooh. some sort of soup. That is bleak. Speaking of that, that fucking crazy, spoiler alert when that girl just fucking disintegrates into a skeleton, right. mm-hmm. and then she's like, "I was dead the whole time." And I was like, what? "I didn't think you understand." <laughs> that came out of left field. Ooh. Yeah. I'm dead. Of course I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. But she like literally disintegrates into a skeleton and Just then like dust. That. Yeah. And I was like Yeah, out of nowhere. How long have you been dead? <laughs> yeah. yeah. When did you die? And that just came apart so mm-hmm. fast. Because... Yeah, because uh Treat was showing uh symptoms of that he was slowly dying. Yeah. Slow progression, yeah. She, but she was using makeup, I guess. Mm, I guess that. Mm, to cover it Classic, up. yeah. Mm-hmm, classic Slowly makeup, you know. Hiding your decaying. like, wipe away some makeup? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, it makes sense. For the movie, it makes sense. <laughs> but uh, I want you to uh, read my favorite line of the movie, <clears throat> <laughs> as you, as we all know what it is. Sure. Yeah. Um, this, this occurs after a shootout happens at the woman who works at the chemical plant's house where we're at. And... Treat has been blown away. I mean, he's been shot with a bunch of bullets. And she says to him, hey, are you hurt? 
And he says, lady, I'm fucking dead. And then saunters off out of the room. Gets me every time. <laughs> it's, it's like carried so fucking Yeah, well. you know. That... And it's not even Joe Piscopo. It's not even Joe Piscopo. It's fucking Treat Williams who mm-hmm. nails yeah. it. It's so sassy, where his character has been up to that point very to the book, Mr. Business. Yeah, he's been through a lot. <laughs> Lady, I'm fucking dead. Have you ever seen a movie with more one-liners? There's probably a few. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even think a few Arnold ones. Oh, yeah. Probably several, but... I'm... Like Total Recall. Mm-hmm. Like, that has, like, substantial amounts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but there was almost... If Piscopo was in the scene, there probably was a one-liner being used at least once. Safe to that say. Was all his... I mean, I would say at least, like, three times. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know... Like, one in each <laughs> sentence. Yeah. Like, you know, this little piggy's going to market. He shoots a reanimated pig. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, like, legit forgot about that scene. Because <laughs> yeah. there's just so many other crazy scenes yeah. that you just forget yeah, about the piggy's Yeah, because they're, like, all... Yeah. Like they're all crazy scenes. How do you, how are you supposed to distinguish them all? I can't. Like they went to crazy Chinatown, where they're just like everything that is being butchered reanimates, and I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> Which I hate to question, you know, the logic of the film, but I mean, it's a zombie, and they they even kind of say you have to like take out the head. Is how you would kill the zombie before. Yeah, the giant pig that was headless they were, most of them were headless the chickens were headless and i said how are yeah. these alive but you know that's one that's the only flaw that's in this movie a, that's a great fucking question and they did just ignored it <laughs> and it still worked <laughs> they're just like don't ask questions do some cocaine we would be fine <laughs> oh man Would you say that all of the actors were high in the filming of this movie? Maybe, maybe I won't say that just in case I offend, offend someone. But I feel like there was a good number of people that were high. I mean, this is... if they were, I don't think it hurt. <laughs> it only <laughs> enhanced their performance. <laughs> it only added to the film. What What else can be said about this? Mm. Uh, zombie well, body cop film. <laughs> what can we say? Because there's no yeah. plot. That's one thing against it. There's like a, there's like plot. It's like find who's trying to kill me. I don't know. Yeah, find who killed him in the asphyxiation room and who's bringing these people yeah. back to life. And spo- and then yeah, that's like that's Act Two after he gets reanimated, and then Act Three. Um, Treat becomes, or I should say, Roger Mortis, which is a great f- fucking name because it's almost rigor mortis, yes. which is, you know, the, t- the term when your body becomes stiff after death. Clever. So, great name. <laughs> um, that props to the writer, um, Terry Black, I believe. And But Act 3 is he figures out who is killing them or who's bringing people back to life, and he's locked in an ambulance. So he runs it down the hill. Oh, yeah, and the other fucking love... Interest is dead. Oh, Remember? Oh, oh, yeah. The mortician, right? Yeah. The original mortician who, at the hospital. Her and Treat Williams who, had, a, had a little chemistry going on. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, they did have yeah, some chemistry, or they had fair. some past. That were... Yeah. But, um... And then he also kind of had a thing for the woman at the chemical plant, right? That wasn't he misreading Something that. Like Or she had that. a thing for him. I, I, I read a little bit of both. I thought they were into each other. Mm-hmm. But, you know, True mm-hmm. Williams Be- has the hair for it, so he could, he, you know... Yeah. He can handle yeah. two women, I guess. <laughs> because the woman, I always... I figured her name at the chemical plant. She was very catty to the mortician woman when she met her. <laughs> yeah. Very... Like, she's just meeting this woman, and she... I, I thought I had the line, but she was very rude to her, I thought. Because she figures out Roger is huh. had a thing with her. And P- Piscopo makes some, some line, some jam. Poor, poor Joe, he doesn't have anyone. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, he's all in his... Yeah. He's alone. They could have at least both had yeah. <laughs> love interest I to make it even. things out a little bit. Yeah. I thought that's what the chemical he plant thought. was going to be to him, is like... Like, it was going to be this little budding thing a little bit between Treat and her, but then she was going to like Joe, and so they'd both have their own thing. Nope. <laughs> Screw Piscopo. <laughs> you, do, you do the fucking funny shit, Joe, and Treat gets the ladies. <laughs> Say your lines and end it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but uh, one thing I had that I'm sure it was supposed to be subtle, um, but did you guys notice the fish tanks, mm-hmm. right? The mentioning of fish tanks in this movie? Okay, Rebecca, I believe, yes. was that her name? The mortician? No idea. She, okay, well, she has, like, a fish tank that's fake with no fish. And she's like, what does it matter? They're going to die anyway or something. And Treat makes some comment. Then the chemical plant woman, she has a fish tank that's a close-up. And she loves these fish. Like, she fucking loves them. Loves these new fish. I don't know what the point of that was. It had <laughs> to had mean to something. something. But it went up right I think it's the rule of threes in comedy, you know, except they're going for a dark comedy. Because, one, it's a blank fish tank. Two, they have fish. Then her fish are dead. And then, bada boom, bada bing, Joe Piscopo fucking dies in the movie. Which I didn't know was Joe Piscopo until, like, the last, like, 15 minutes of the movie. When he was being... Mm-hmm fucking revitalized at the lightning yeah. tank. It's <laughs> just like, whoosh, this zap, and he just shakes violently. Mm-hmm. And he's like a dead, he's yeah. like a zombie that orders, who takes orders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Treat, Treat was the only zombie that was brought back that was conscious of himself and could make independent choices. <clears throat> All the other ones were like under mind control. Until Treat showed him the power of friendship, and then Joe turned. Yeah, what what was his lines? Do you remember? Oh, did he remind him about no. like food too? <laughs> he did. It was something they said earlier. It was, uh, it was obviously a callback. Was it? Was it something they the said? The Italian beef that he threw out the window, <laughs> or meatball sandwich? Yes, he had to be. It very well could have been. <laughs> He's just like, you remember that great meatball sandwich with some parmesan? Shouldn't have thrown that out. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up, but it, 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 it works. <laughs> it sounds like something he would It say. seems like it would fit in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm just really embodying it <laughs> <character> right now. <laughs> <laughs> would you, if there was a sequel to this movie, would you guys be totally on board for it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is it a. It's a sequel, not a reboot. 
right? Yeah. You're saying a sequel? Same cast. Same, ca- same cast? Same cast. Oh, man. Well, according to the laws of this movie, yeah, they should be dead. Unless it's, like, right after. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyway, yes, I would see <laughs> Dead Heat. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would... Not in theaters. Wait. I would see it on, like, Netflix. Do you remember the gross line at the end of the movie? The very last one? Yeah, it was, like, because they were dead, and it was, like, remember it was, like, clouds and shit? And you're, like, what do you want to come back as? And then he was just, like, I want to come back as, like, a girl's motorcycle seat or something. Something along Mm -hmm. those lines. And I was, like... Ew, who fucking wrote this? Gross. Who wrote that movie? (laughs) That is too far. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I laughed because it was, like, so gross that I was just like, what the fuck? It was so (laughs) unexpected. (laughs) Yeah. What, uh, so you would not be into Dead Heat 2, is that right, Lindsay? Well, okay. I know that, like, these aren't exactly, what it reminded me of was, like, okay, it's been almost 30 years right but like you know it kind of reminded me of like the sequel to like dumb and dumber you know they like did that 20 years later and i know it's like a completely like different thing but i'm just like i don't know you let that much time go by and like i don't know how that would go well my my scenario would not be would not be I'm like on 30 side. years down the road to be like what if like before the podcast we mentioned about like the producer wanting a sequel for this movie. I mean, like, within reasonable amount of time. Like, I would say five years. Like, what's the sequel that never was to be? Would you see that movie? I mean, yeah. yeah. But, you know, <laughs> our time is coming yeah. on, you know? Because yeah. I just, yeah. I, I still happen. love, That'd be crazy. still love that piece of trivia yeah. where... The, the writer reminds the producer, but all the characters are dead. He's like, you got a, you got a retaliation machine. Figure it out. <laughs> or whatever the fuck, it, whatever the fuck the machine's called. <laughs> a resurrection machine. Oh. My yes. bad. <laughs> resurrection, yeah, resurrection machine. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would love a sequel, even if it takes place like today. If it it picks up right where it left off, like they go off onto that smoke cloud, movie starts on the opposite side of that smoke cloud, same day. Or just it's just like L.A. with smog, like that's all it was. (laughs) (laughs) It was just the smog coming in. (laughs) Oh, that's good. It was the eighties. Would you guys defend or destroy this movie? It's not without charm. I think uh, it's a lot of fun. I think um, for me, it's more of a guilty pleasure. But you know, I'm gonna defend it through and through. Um, you know, zombies. Like you got your zombie fights. You got your explosions. You got your gunfights. Like you know, I don't really. I don't really need anything more. You know. <laughs> Who needs a plot? Zombies. You got your gunfights. You got your one-liners. I'm you set. really do have a lot of one-liners in this movie, and I feel like it delivers. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember them all because they're just like, oh yeah, boom, after scene, after scene, after scene, mm-hmm. they got it. Yeah, what about you mm-hmm. guys? What do you think? I definitely agree with you. Where it's definitely a guilty pleasure because when I was watching it, I was like, man, this movie's 
really bad, but it's really fucking entertaining. Because it's just like, especially with that opening shootout, just really gets the the ball rolling of how crazy it is. Because like, these criminals are just being fucking demolished by bullets. And they're just like, mm-hmm. it's like taking it. And like, and then Joe Piscopo and True Williams are going rogue and just really trying to like crash into them and throw mm-hmm. grenades at them. They really go all out to really protect uh, L.A., the streets of L.A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love when they get bitched out by their fucking captain. I thought I needed a little more. I needed like one more scene of that. That was hilarious. Oh. <laughs> Agreed. I made notes on that scene. Like that was almost a page of notes. Like every time it cut to him, it was a close up. Like of him <laughs> screaming. Like bloody murder screaming close up of the cop. I mean the, the yeah. captain. I'll have your badges. Ooh. Anyway. Do you have any uh, tidbits before we close out? Because, like, I feel like the only thing for us to talk about this movie was just talk about how ridiculous it was, because it was. And then everything else about it is that only thing we didn't mention, because we already spoiled everything else, that Vincent Price's character was alive after all. And I mm-hmm. think dies. I don't, I don't know. I honestly forgot what happened to him. Now, he made some jabs in that doorway during the fight scene and then kind of left I don't think he died they didn't who did they make a reference to him the being was shot like, wasn't that some other guy who was that uh, oh who yeah, they killed at the very end question. you mean the, the dad from the Christmas Dad's story right. yeah you mean that I guy? thought it was him <laughs> <laughs> yeah the evil guy the doctor uh, whatever his name is <gasps> in the movie is the father in Christmas story for Geely that's him well 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 yeah, I remember I looked him up, and, mm-hmm. and then I was like, it is him! <laughs> Good catch. Yeah. I remember I was like looking at IMDb, and I was like, I'm not recognizing anything. Because he's just like an actor who's in a shit ton of stuff, and I was like, he's the dad in the Christmas story! <laughs> yeah. His death was pretty awesome, by the way, because he... Spoilers, we're already there. He shoots himself so that Treat and Joe yeah. can't kill him. So they bring him back to life so they can kill him. And how they kill him is bringing him back to life twice because you can't reanimate somebody twice is like part of the rules too. I feel so like they, just, they really shoot Horned at it in right, like at the end. But they're like, you can't do it twice. Oh, I'm yeah. like, when was that mentioned? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they can't be brought back twice. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Write it in. And then uh, the final line as they walk off into the, uh, the smoke is, this could be the end to a wonderful friendship. <laughs> yeah. Great. Dead Heat, Red <laughs> Titles comes up. Class, classic Fantastic. Casablanca-like moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty parallel. I was going to say, like, yeah. almost completely the opposite. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same sentiment. Do you go? Are you sure? <laughs> Did we watch the same movie? Is that Humphrey Bogart? Oh. Is that you? <laughs> Is this Maltese Falcon? Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, before we cut off, I'll, I'll uh, defend or destroy. I'm going to have to. I'm going to destroy. Wow. I'm going to destroy it, but with the caveat. With the caveat, 
I would recommend viewing, but I have to destroy the movie. We said there's no plot. We said it's a bunch of one-liners. It's very entertaining. I would recommend it, but on the whole, I'd have to so destroy how, the movie. So how would you recommend it? I'd find the VHS copy, and I'd How would you it. recommend what? something if it's destroyed? Um, you know, people will have rare <laughs> copies hanging around. There's always the black market. The Star Wars people Christmas special, it. that's still around. Same kind of... Same kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. If you look hard enough, you can find it. You know, and that's I'd recommend that. I I I'd send them to Lindsay or Pete because you guys clearly defended it. And I, had a copy somewhere. I feel like I have Stash to. Movie. I was laughing like so much, and I was like, "This is this is a guilty pleasure movie. It knows what it is, and it fucking delivers." Yeah. On all cylinders. Yeah. Something something for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got your romance. You got your zombies. <laughs> you got your explosions. Yep. You're set. All right. Well, with that, I think we uh, we wrapped up Dead Heat this week. Uh, we'll be working on the script diligently for Dead Heat too, um, as the week progresses. We'll keep up to date with us on Facebook and Twitter, and let us know what you're thinking. We'd love to hear from our listeners. Listeners, I finally got it right. I always say viewers. It's finally ingrained. Listeners, we'd love to hear what you think and let us know what movies you want to watch. We'll try to have a mini episode out soon. And, uh, yeah, that's about it that I have right now. Anything else you guys want to add? Uh, no, I'm good. All right, then. Well, thanks for tuning in to the podcast, Week of Chords. Until next time. I remain in the shadows. The world's against me, I tell you. <laughs>